Good evening, everybody. Welcome to a special episode of Harley's Hose Lines and Everything in Between. I'm your host, Travis Scott. On tonight's episode, we're going to look back on the events that took place 18 years ago in New York City. Now, I know this post is two days late. Um, I've been sick. I've been battling a cold. Um, But I feel the need to reflect. I know this may be a touchy subject for some people, and I do apologize ahead of time. Um, But this is a topic that touches very close to my heart. Having been born in New York and having been a firefighter for the better part of the last decade, um, like I said, this topic is very close to me. I remember exactly where I was, as I'm sure many of you listening do as well. And that goes for all of you listeners around the globe as well. That day started out normal, just as any other day did. It was a normal day in New York. People were commuting into the city by car, by bus, by train, just ready to start their day at work. Little did they know that in just a few hours, their world would change forever. Now, I was in eighth grade at the time. I was 13 years old, but I remember it like it was yesterday. I was in a chorus class that's singing, for those of you that don't know. Um, When we heard an announcement come over the loudspeaker telling all the teachers to close and lock their doors to the classroom and don't let any of the students out of their rooms. My first thought was somebody was running around the school with a, a gun or a knife or something. But I had no idea what was going on in the outside world. It was about an hour or so later when we heard that the World Trade Center had been struck by two planes. And it was the first time I'd ever heard the word terrorist. My only thought was, who would do such a thing? Another hour or so gone by and students were trying to reach their parents who worked in the city. And they were panicking and getting upset because they couldn't get a hold of anybody. The phone lines were all jammed up with everybody trying to call their loved ones. And I I remember there was a girl in my class, one of my classes, whose father was a New York City firefighter. And uh, I just remember her leaving the room uh, crying. Um, He, unfortunately, didn't make it home that day. Um, As well as many others that didn't make it home. There were a lot of mothers, fathers, brothers, and sisters that didn't make it home that day. And there was a giant chunk taken out of the city on 9-11. And a big hole left in the world on that day. But on that day, it didn't matter who you were, what you looked like, how old you were, what you believed in. On that day, everybody came together as one. And if you watch some of the old footage, everybody standing in the street looking up and just consoling each other and on that day it meant more to be a New Yorker than it ever had now like I said having been a firefighter for the better part of the of the last decade um, this was one of the reasons why I joined the fire service Um, I wanted to help my community not because I wanted to be a hero 
but because I wanted to help my community and help others that needed it. It was my way of giving back to the community. Um, that's why I volunteered. And till this day, I still think about it. I still think about 9-11. I still think about where I was, what I was doing, and my dad, who is is still with us, he was a he is a dispatcher for the fire department that we both volunteered for. And I remember him coming home from work and ended up going back to work to dispatch because a lot of the fire departments from our area were sending crews into the city to either stand by at New York City firehouses or to go down to Ground Zero to help dig. Um, I didn't know them, but there were two gentlemen that used to volunteer for my fire department that were FDNY firefighters uh, that that uh, lost their lives on 9-11. Um, one gentleman was from Hazmat Company 1, and the other one was from Rescue 3. Um, I remember going to Ground Zero a year later um, as they were still sorting through everything and clearing out rubble. Um, I went to the top of New York City Fire Department's 10 house, Engine 10, Ladder 10. Um, and I remember looking out over Ground Zero. And I was just in shock. I was at a loss for words. Because having grown up in New York and having seen the towers all the time, it was hard to believe that they were gone. Now, I know a lot of people have their their theories and their thoughts about the events that day. You'll have to excuse me because that is my cat. I believe she's hungry. Um... But I think that if you want a real account of what happened that day, you need to ask the people who were there. The people who are working in the city. The people who watched it all happen. Because you will not get a more true story than from the people who lived it. Now I'm going to tell you, think what you want. Believe whatever conspiracy theories there are out there that you want to believe. But, like I said, take it from the people who were there. That's all I can say. Now, as time has gone on, some people say it gets easier. Some people don't. Some people that were there 
are suffering from PTSD because of it. There are some people who are currently fighting uh, severe illnesses because of it. People that were working down at Ground Zero that day or people that were trying to run and flee that were breathing in the debris and the dust as they were trying to escape. You know, trying to escape the giant cloud as the towers came down. And I, I feel like people are starting to forget about the day altogether. Um, people are starting to lose respect. Because my biggest thing is that we all came together as a city. As a state. As a country. On this day. And now we've gone back to... This one's a racist, and this one did this, and this one did that, and all blah, 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 blah. And nobody's, nobody's proud to be from this country anymore. Now, this isn't some political rant. This is me talking about my memories, my feelings about the day. And what it meant to me. And what I'm sure it meant to a lot of other people as well. Please don't forget about the people that made the ultimate sacrifice. It's not just some people who did something. They were firefighters, they were police officers, they were EMTs and paramedics. And those people ran towards it. When the shit hit the fan. Pardon my French. And these people had no idea what was in store for them when they got there. I make it a point every year to watch a certain documentary. Uh, there were two French brothers that made a documentary. Um, which ended up turning into a documentary about 9-11. It wasn't even intended to be that way. They had set out to make a film about the day in the life of a probationary firefighter in New York City Fire Department. And they just happened to be in the right place at the wrong time. And they ended up catching everything on tape. I make it a point every year to watch that documentary so that I don't forget what happened. So that I don't forget about the people that are no longer with us. I'm asking each and every one of you Please don't forget. Please don't forget these people. Please don't forget what they did. 
because as much as we want to forget about it, it's part of our history, and it's important to pass it down to the younger generation. So what I would like from everybody is to take a moment with me, a a moment of silence, to remember everybody that is no longer with us. Thank you all for listening tonight. And uh, you will hear from me soon. Good night.